0: sitting here in the studio with me yeah took a little time off hope everyone had a good break right we happy holiday yeah happy new year Chaim. Mm -hmm. as i like to say um we're very inclusive here
1: yeah hope everyone made it through safe and sober right
0: yes yeah
1: can exhale now yeah right getting through amateur night and all that kind of stuff Mm. did either of you guys go out and party hard on new year's What'd watched The do?
2: Karate Kid and uh, fell asleep by ten forty-five. So the answer is yes. <laughs> I was asleep by ten
1: thirty. Okay, I made it to ten thirty.
0: I uh, did the worst thing you do and made it all the way to like eleven forty-seven and <laughs> fell asleep. I'm like, didn't actually. Like, why bother? You know. It's <laughs> it's like, right. Just, so you were trying. I was trying, just couldn't couldn't yeah. cut it. Yeah, pulls together. But no, it was good. You know, just hung out home yeah. with, uh, let our, our wee one stay up as late as she could. And cool. uh, you you were in town with your kids, I was Matt? in town. Yeah, yeah, I had my uh, my eight-year-old. Yeah, cool. And you went out of town with Yeah, I went course. out of town. So we, we usually
1: go down to uh, Florida, the Gulf Coast of Florida. So we were down there for 11 days. It felt like a proper vacation. Wow. Like an actual long Mine turned off. Can't remember what time it is after day three. That kind of vacation where it was really nice. And might I say you look yeah. sun-kissed. Oh, nice. Yeah. A little sunny down there. It wasn't like super warm, but it was nice enough. Nice enough. You go with drinkers. Go with drinkers. Yeah. And on New Year's Eve, are you with them? We went out. Yeah. So there's a celebration in the town and they have bands and a stage and drinking is occurring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I think most of us at this point, even the drinkers, no one gets super... Crazy. I guess there's a few people that, yeah. I mean, I told you my general rules is once, the, once someone tells a story twice, once you hear the same story twice, mm. yeah, then it's bedtime. And that's mm-hmm. usually about 10.30 if People have been drinking, you know. But it's funny, even, even uh, my wife had a few drinks that night uh-huh. before I went to bed, so it was funny, which she never really drinks. Um, and then the next morning we got up and uh, went and played bocce, and uh, everyone seemed hungover because they were all drinking Bloody Marys. Oh, so, okay. I don't know. But, you know, I did just thought
0: that was funny. I had a Virgin Bloody Mary. Mm, there you which is go. kinda good. So Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Yeah. No, I was speaking of which I found my new drink is this stuff it's like I feel like I'm doing a plug for it, but yep. um you are. It's okay. <laughs> just lean into the plug. <laughs> but, and you said you had some when you came I did. over here. It it. It's was this fantastic Q ginger ale. As the Q is the brand. And okay. it's like billed as like superior ginger ale. And it's just so Good. It's my new wow. my new business. That's it like how I do. Creamier? No, it's, it's very heavy spice. ginger. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, oh, it's spicy. It's yeah, legit. It's, it's like all yeah. natural. No, you know, crap it's all in Q. It. The Q. Letter? Just a Q. That's okay. it. Yeah. And uh, and it comes in this bottle that looks like a frosted clear wine bottle. So much so that when I first picked it up, yeah. I'm standing in the aisle reading it and rereading it and scanning it and looking at the fine print. I'm like, because it looks, you know, I'm like yeah. this. Does this have alcohol? You know, right, like, right, yeah, because uh, it looks like it is
1: designed yeah. so well and put together
0: so well. Yeah. But anyway, that's my new that's
1: my new go to mocktail. I like it. And yeah. speaking of mocktails, we were talking about this earlier. Is, yeah. Does this town need a place where people can go drink mocktails like a night out?
0: Right. Well, yeah, I think uh, every town we benefit from one. Yeah, yeah, and they're um, called dry bars. They're dry popular. bars, right? And uh, yeah, the more the more time I spend on Twitter, the more I see that they seem to be taking off in. Uh, like the UK, yeah. it seems. And uh, there was a story going around a couple of weeks ago about one that did really well as a pop-up uh, dry bar in, I think, Ann Arbor or something. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a um, bar night, DJ. Yeah, DJ, music, yep. however you cut it. I think in my head, the, the way I'd love to do it or, mm-hmm. or see it done, certainly, is um, yeah, more like a dry nightclub slash lounge for sober people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sober party then, people, I should say. Right.
1: Sober party, because you've been to AA dances. Before. I have. Oh, right. Yes, I have. They're not like that. No. <laughs> no. Um, they, yeah. They. That's a
2: mixed bag. Uh, but you know, there's something about the trappings of a bar and yeah. having a mock, ta- having something prepared, especially for you that yeah. you've ordered that yeah. has a little bit more care than just a, mm-hmm. a soft serve gun or whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there's anything wrong
0: with that. With all the trappings, minus mm-hmm. the alcohol, yeah. and yeah, not in a way. I haven't been to one, but the, mm-hmm. the way I would see it done is, it's not in a way that um, it romanticizes the 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 alcoholic aspect of no. the, the 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 place or the moment or the right. the thing you're doing. It's just that you know, it's like, or people that still want a nice place to go out to, and when we're sober. And I personally, I've realized as I've gotten older, my Unlike my tolerance for alcohol, my tolerance for drunk motherfuckers has not increased over time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, I, I can go to a bar now. Right. You know, I have been for able to sure. for a while, and I, um, but uh, you know, it'd be nice to go someplace where I think I'm yeah. among my own. Well, yeah, it's funny. Absolutely,
1: we, we went out to drink. Uh, my wife and I went to the planter's house, which is a kind of mixologist right. bar, you know, as as mixology <laughs> speaking as you can get right in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They make cocktails. And uh, you can now go in and inside like a mocktail. And then the mocktail culture is so advanced now, they'll say, well, what kind do you like? Do you mm. want fruit? Do you want sweet? Do you want whatever? And the bartender will make, so I'll just order a mocktail, whatever that bartender is good mm. at making. And it's fantastic because they bring mm. out the thing and it's awesome. And they've made this, you know, it's beyond just a Coke out there. So, you know, it's, it's, I think there's room to have this dry bar thing. I like it. I think What you have in mock 30-year-old Scotch?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think you should, uh,
2: we should remake the Tom Cruise movie, uh, Cocktails. as mocktail. <laughs>
1: mocktail.
2: And he just, like he drops the bottles all the time. Nobody has fun. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it, and there there is a movement in, in a lot of restaurants you yeah. go to and you can yeah. say, you know, what, your non-alcoholic offering yeah. and, uh. Generally, something more exciting mm-hmm. than in duels. Can yes. we
0: remake Coyote Ugly as Coyote Snuggly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're they're all we're, in sweatpants. Are we starting a right.
1: bar night? Are we starting bar dry, not, bar, dry bar night? Well, right? this did. show and this station, this, this, this station. podcast is getting behind.
0: Don't change your dials. A bar night here in St. Louis. I'm behind it. Dry I'm, bar. I'm. Uh, I'm going It's a pop up, a pop up dry bar. We need a mixologist. Oh, we need a mixologist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: we need a space that's kind of cool,
0: mm-hmm. exactly. but not a bar. Right.
1: Well,
2: if if you could find a willing, I don't. I just don't think bars would be willing to sacrifice and, good yeah.
0: time. And also, I just I that. feel like it would just be counter to the. You know the idea but, uh, is that yeah, so we, yeah, it's so we can do it without, yeah, a traditional bar. Yes, yeah. you know, yeah. I think it's something different. Um, Certainly, don't want to put anyone in harm's way.
2: Right. You know, exactly. In, yeah, a night of temptation brought to you yeah, by yeah, no, that. that's absolutely
0: not not the uh, the mo. Yeah, that's that's our reality show though we are developing. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. Like uh, night of temptation. Okay. Um, well, I think that's good. I like yeah. it. So that, yeah. Look for that. So, and Let's and that goes hand in hand with sort of what we were talking to about before we got on the air of uh, getting through the holidays. Everybody mm-hmm. got yep. through the holidays, yep. sitting in this room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my sense is, and we were talking about this that January first, the day of mm-hmm. resolutions. Yep. You were saying in the rooms, it, you see a lot of. I think it's a busy time.
2: There's a little guys. bump in attendance, sure. I think, at the beginning of the new year. Right, um, as with gyms and right, right, right. Yeah. any, any right. kind of a any. But it's difficult for me to equate getting sober with another self improvement sort of right. trope. You know, it's not right. like getting rock hard abs. I mean, it's such, <laughs> which you know, it's such, mm-hmm. it's such a huge lifestyle mm-hmm. adjustment that I. It's. I don't know. I don't see a lot of people who try to get sober at the New Year succeed, and that's just in my experience. And I was, I was, as I mentioned earlier, I was reading an article today that said, if you've targeted January first as your day to get sober, why not make it December thirty-first or December thirtieth, or, or, you know, delaying the inevitable Mm is—it's just a dangerous game to play,
0: you know. Yeah. Well, and I, I always hate to bring it up, but statistically, New Year's resolutions are more more likely to fail than than not um, so you know it's ideally it's like you're doing something because you're ready to do it and committed to doing it not because the yeah. calendar flipped right um right yeah right. yeah however for those out there that did choose yeah. january 1st yeah you know
1: congratulations let's make it happen yeah let's so uh, yeah, what, we're, we're here. here choose january 1st yeah you've you now I got day 4 day, day, five. Five. day
0: yeah. 4 day yeah. 4 bravo mm-hmm. Um, and it can be done it's not saying it can't be it's just no, I mean, you gotta you know. be aware that what you're doing um,
2: yeah the idea of choosing one's sobriety date is is you know I mean yeah. if you're able to do that yeah. more power to you but I think for a lot of us you did that I did Chris that. did that you're the only I person that. I know who did that but, but
0: you know so much What you know, I, I feel like I've said it in vari- various ways uh, over the course of the first 20 some odd episodes of this but I mean, I did so much naively and stupidly and, you know, so many ill-advised things, but yeah. it worked out, you know, mm-hmm. circumstances conspired to, to let it all work out for me. But yeah, I mean, I remember sitting in my therapist's office and, uh, you know, we'd agreed that I'm an alcoholic and should quit drinking. I'm like, yeah, but here's how I'm going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it three months from now. And she's like, well, you know you're an alcoholic. You know you should be drinking What about today. And I'm just like, no, three months from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your last, it's
1: like Derek Jeter's last run, you know. And you know, and I've way out. farewell
0: tour exactly. And I've talked <laughs> about this though. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing <clears throat> memorable. About your nothing went awry. Tour. <laughs> it didn't nothing went horribly wrong as yeah. it, you know, certainly could have. But um, it was actually just kind of it was out with a whimper. Really, it mm-hmm. wasn't out with a bang at all. It was just mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. um, so. Yeah. And you know, I, a lot of
2: rehab. In, uh, clinics and institutions, when you go in for your evaluation, that's essentially your first aid treatment. They don't necessarily tell you that going in. You know, a lot of people go there under the mm. auspices of, I'm going to get evaluated, right. and then I'll come back Monday, right. or, you know, yeah. and that's never how it works, right. because they, you know, they, they believe it starts right away. I can't yeah. tell you how many times in meetings I've heard people say, and they, they fitted me for my slippers right there, yeah. and I was <laughs> like, no, I'll come back in four or five days, but they, you know, yeah. it's usually, if you're ready, then start. Yeah
1: now but it's funny how many because even uh, a friend of ours wanted to pick her date she didn't want to quite go in that day she wasn't quite ready everyone wants to go on monday or whatever and it's it's funny how you're trying to hold mm-hmm. on to those last couple of just not want to do it right mm-hmm. yeah. face the inevitable well i tried to pick mine you Yeah, know, i tried to have two more days and yeah then just it, two more days just two more you know yeah.
2: 48 two days 10
1: days we're splitting hairs yeah right? who knows I just can't but. quite get I remember my when I got sober, I, the, my biggest fear, honestly, and this was in March, was I couldn't fathom what I was going to do for New Year's. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where my head was
0: at. That's like, right I you mentioned that. I couldn't figure out.
1: I just remember that so clearly, like being, I can't possibly get sober today because I cannot figure out what I'm going to do for New Year's Eve. Mm. And it's such a weird, you know, that kind of crazy thinking. And now I don't know if I would, you couldn't pay me enough money to go out on New Year's, you know? Yeah. To actually go yeah. out. <laughs> one of the the (laughs) gifts of uh
2: aging as well i think Uh, yeah uh, well
0: yeah yeah there's definitely something about the timing of it because you know i mean i i don't know if i was was talking to you guys about this last time but i was thinking recently about this guy I knew who got sober when he was like 17 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and that's you know culturally and uh, from a societal standpoint that's a long time to spend sober you know yeah. It's just, it's commendable, you yeah. know, I and mean? I'm happy for him if he's, if, you know, yeah. if he's still going. I, I lost mm-hmm. track of him, but um, yeah, that's just, that's a, a long sobriety. And I guess uh, Joe C., who we had on here from yeah. Rebellion Dogs, he got sober, sober at 17, I think, also, oh, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: the comedian, Jim Norton, who's very vocal, uh, sober guy, got
0: sober right. at 17. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I think the awareness is out there
0: and right. I
2: think
1: if, you know, I probably could have gotten sober or could have known I was an alcoholic right. because I drank alcoholically from drink one. Me too.
0: You know? Yeah. If you'd yeah.
1: even known that it was possible to get sober. Yeah. I mean, I got sober at 24, which I thought was incredibly young walking in that, you know, there wasn't that many 24 year olds in meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're but s- yeah. there's still... yeah. yeah. But restored. now I know a lot of kids. You know, you I'd go to those young people Friday night moonlight candlelight meetings. And oh listen yeah, to the well, like, my Tuesday night meeting. You know, yeah, all the lots young dudes. Of you guys, right.
2: Yeah, I'm like old man River in there. You know? <laughs> right. At, at 41, I'm like you know, lumber pains and
1: <laughs> let me tell you about talking. That's all good. But it's funny, you know. Thinking of New Year's, I think a lot of people, whether you actually quit or not, whether you, if you were making resolutions to stop drinking, I think that's one of those signs that you might have a drinking problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh right. Like yeah, yeah. Sort of becomes one of those points where I don't know a lot of people. You're right, who have the sobriety dates of January first in meetings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I bet a lot of people started the process around yeah. New Year's. That's at, a good point. You know, where you're just sort right. of it. It became this is the time of year. Where it just becomes you coming out of the holiday season, where if you're sitting there this week thinking I need to dry out, right. I need right. to drop, right? That may be one of those. You know, you, might, you might be an alcoholic. You might be, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, mm-hmm. any, anybody, and I've been
2: in meetings where people have come, and a matter of fact, I was in yeah. a meeting a couple of weeks ago where a guy came in to feel it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just kind of thought that maybe he right. had a problem, right. and you know. You've, you've heard it a million times yeah. nobody shows up in AA on a winning streak yeah. you know, right. nobody's like God I'm having a great day I am going to go to an alcohol <laughs> <this> meeting because <laughs> <Right>. my Pilates <laughs> awesome. Pilates got done early so I'm going no it's you know if, you, if you're there if you're at that point in your life where you're taking a look at your yeah. drinking or you're using I think yeah.
1: normal yeah. people don't seem to have to do that right no no
0: resolutions resolutions why we break them we break up. Oh, that's a good one. Why, well, here's the thing. Why we Why, why we break? doomed to fail? <laughs> well, let me ask you this: so When we're talking about dates, yep. smoking is one that again, after having uh, you know, the the drugs I was doing, I didn't really set a date. I made a promise with uh, you know the universe to yep. quit. Yep. Then I set a date for alcohol. Yep. And then years later, I s- didn't set a date, but I knew I should do it, and I kept putting it off mm-hmm. until finally, I just sort of had to do it right you didn't set a date to quit right. smoking okay it was right. smoking I know y- you I was
1: yeah no I didn't set a date I just got lucky with this the Shantex but you had tried a um, of, bazillion times a bazillion oh really okay. uh, yeah I tried to quit that. all over the place I was with you every day when yeah. you quit and no, it a, you it was, it was like one depression. day you just stopped yeah and oh you, yeah
2: and, you, and that was it yeah and you never cheated and yeah. you just kept saying no it's not me man it's mm-hmm. the Shantex the it's the drugs I know
1: they're magical magic pills and then you, do you? I smoke.
0: Oh, you do now? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not
1: like right now. He's not. Smoking no, I'm like not. That. I on the inside,
2: I am. No, I. Uh, <laughs> but but, you know, I don't smoke around my kids. Interesting. And I didn't like today at, yeah. uh, at work. I didn't smoke. I, I, I'm I'm a terribly ashamed, closet smoker. But I probably <sighs> smoke a, third of a pack a day. Oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like, well, it's nothing. (laughs) But don't. But, but, you know, and and, and I'd like to quit, but I also, you know, I I I think I'm going to wait till I get a year. year. So I've got almost got nine months sober. And it's the longest I've had in a while, and I don't want to. No judgment of fear. Don't want to fuck with that. Keep smoking and keep a lot of coffee. Yeah, my shrink told me not to uh, stop smoking. No. And I almost, like, kissed her on the lips. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: I. Come here. That's why I, I thought Come you had, but no, no I no, I wouldn't no. either. I d I didn't for you know, over a decade. Yeah. I no, I know. Yeah, After yeah. I, quitting smoking uh, everything now else. that now
2: that I'm, yeah. you know, single and uh yeah, it's really right. it'll be tough because we like we like our little creature comforts. Sure. I certainly do. And caffeine without caffeine I'd be a sociopath. but uh yeah. but you know, nicotine now. I'll stop. It'll happen. It'll happen. Probably do it the same way I stopped everything else. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Just um, mostly just by by doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Well, that's, uh, yeah, well, no, it doesn't seem like you do, which is the interesting thing. Since I've seen you back again, I just haven't.
1: Uh. Did you did you have to do anything different to get through the holidays? Did you go no. to more
0: meetings? Did you call your sponsor
1: more?
2: Well, I talked to my sponsor every day, regardless.
1: Right. So it doesn't matter. Um, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. I um,
2: you know, were I, they I, hard? Were there any no, weird moments? They weren't hard. And you know what? It, this holiday, were I to want, if I wanted to drink, I would have had ample opportunity. Right. It was alcohol all around. Right. Me. Um, a lot of family parties. A lot of just discarded. You know, a lot of open bar type scenarios. Right. There would have been. Easy, yeah. um in a, in a number of substances, you know, I was because uh, this is your. This is the Irish part of your family. They're all Irish, right? right. And they just—that's what they do, right? <laughs> yeah, and not yeah. to
1: like stereotype the no, Irish. No, no,
2: no. And they're—they're, they're, you know, not I, the Inuit I, part of your family. Not the right, exactly. <laughs> not, not, not the First Nation right. individual, but no, you know, they're um, uh yeah, they're they're a big, garrulous, fun family, right. um, and you know it's it's uh it, it wasn't difficult and I can't even Good. explain why Good. I I almost feel guilty that it was easy yeah. but it was kind of easy um yeah. part of the reason was I I don't know I just I I'm so exhausted by it I yeah. I've been, I've been it, for so many years it was striking that balance and I've been to so innumerable family weddings and parties in which I was secretly drinking and trying to hide it from my wife and trying to hide it from my relatives right. for what right you know so I could get that that you know three drink buzz yeah. and woo that was worth it and then I get to drive <laughs> home and you know, it was just fucking ridiculous so the long and short of it was I don't know it's so black and white for me and when you're done you're done mm-hmm. and I just I, I just had no interest in it yeah good and, um, yeah because there have been I other was...
1: holidays where you were hiding it or like last oh, year, or just white knuckling it right Last year, I white-knuckled it really, really hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I started drinking in the beginning of December, and I stopped a couple of days in advance of Christmas, and I can remember the night before Christmas Eve, I did not sleep at all. Wow. <laughs> I didn't drink, but I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I, I paced around my loft, I watched uh, Breaking Bad, and I chained some <laughs> And if you want to, you want to talk about a good time. Yeah, right there. So I was sober, you know, for Ooh. all the family parties, but I was sleep deprived and and yeah, I miserable. was a wreck. You yeah. Know? And th- it was nice. It was nice to have to not to have to put on any airs and yeah. be able to have honest conversations with everybody. Right. And my family is ultimately they're enormous, but they're really loving and supportive. And d-
1: so they too. all knew, and they all knew where what your they all know was what was my and situation were is. And yeah, yeah.
2: Because I, you know. I have one cousin who is sort of the black sheep. And, you know, I mean, he, he's uh, he's around 50 and he's never been able to stop drinking and he's never been able to hold down a job and the family supports him. They put him up in an apartment and hmm. um, they pay for everything for right. him and he just kind of sits and smokes and drinks in a chair. And uh, and that's the sort of the didactic family fable is you don't want to end up like this guy. Really? And, um, you know... I mean, my, I, I don't know. So many people in my family, there's just all these incredible success stories. Yeah. And, and it's its really easy to be like, to feel like you don't measure up. You know? I mean, I was with, the, well, we're going to Africa next month for right. three months to work with the disadvantaged. Right. And we're probably going to cure Ebola, but you know, we're only like <laughs> 99% on that one. Tomorrow's at the soup kitchen. We're feeding the poor. You know, it's yeah. just, they're all tremendous philanthropists. There are a lot of people in the medical profession. There are a lot of people that are very successful. And I was always kind of like this weird creative guy, but right. successful too. You know, mm, sure. I, had, I had a wife and I, and a nice house and all that stuff. And now that I'm kind of picking up pieces and putting my life back together, it's very easy to feel like to feel lesser than and to feel. Um, but I, I didn't really feel that way this year. I, I'm yeah. just, um, I'm, you know, you. I think at early in sobriety you get to that point, and it, it took me a while, but where you just get a little bit more comfortable yeah. in your own skin. Yeah, and you know, I. I'm definitely at that point now where I, uh, there are just, there are much bigger things in the world to worry about than, you know, I, I, I don't worry about what others think <laughs> as much as I have in the
0: past. Yeah. And that's interesting. And that's Long a huge, answer, but no, 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 that's a terrific answer. I mean, and that's, that to me is like the, the sort of the foundation for me it was like when I knew, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing was, you know, what are you, nine, ten months, right? Yeah. I'm nine months later this week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, right around then for me was when I was right feeling that like I felt like I had not you know I've talked about this before I was like I had nothing I had like scraping up like change to go grocery shopping and Mm -hmm. buy cigarettes Mm -hmm. (laughs) quite frankly Mm -hmm. but uh, but I felt good you know I probably felt better than I've felt before it's not to say life hasn't been good since but it was that sensation of just pure contentment on my Mm -hmm. own secure in who I was and um, really comfortable with it
1: did that drive a lot of your drinking before just not feeling like you not measured up? You weren't measuring up did that. Did you tell yourself that uh, as why you drank ultimately? In, in a lot of ways. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was <clears throat> even from, you know, a kid, I was yeah. like this sort of, I don't know. I was like the p- prodigy kid, you know, <laughs> Yeah. my parents thought I was going to take over the world and everybody right. thought, you know, I mean, when, yep. I remember going on play dates when I was really young and like my Play dates. The kids I was playing with knew my IQ because my parents had told them. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean that. So yeah, you know, and I didn't do particularly well in college, and I had a pretty successful career, you know, in the creative industry. Sure. But but that aside, you know, I, I always deep down kind of had that imposter complex where yeah. I felt like a little bit of a fraud. Yeah. And you're afraid that when you. Mm-hmm when you sober up at least I felt like when you strip away all the comforts and all that veneer what's going to be left underneath and Mm -hmm. I guess it's that point where you find out what's underneath isn't that bad yeah you're like holy shit I actually kind of like myself you like yourself that's it what am I gonna like what a surprise that was wow yeah it's huge
0: and that's the core of it is like when you find out you like who you really are yeah it's so awesome did you did you discover that recently? Did you have this thing recently? I've got
1: you know you in kind of rediscover
2: final. interest. I've rediscovered interests that I had always had um, and pushed aside for alcohol and drugs over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, you know, I love to read and mm-hmm. and uh, I just take such great pleasure in mm-hmm. doing that. And you know, I mean, I, I the the sci fi nerd in me has been mm-hmm. sort of rejuvenated. And <laughs> um, you know, I mean, just all this. It, Hobbies and interests that you push aside kind of come back into your life, and those are the things that make you, me feel whole. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about, like, for example, getting a new place that I can decorate how I want to decorate. Mm-hmm. It, you know? right. I mean, I don't feel like I've been able. To, I think I feel like for years and years, you know, I've I've surrounded myself with the trappings that I felt like I should surround myself with yeah. instead of what I really wanted right. to do. You know, you sure. kind of lose your free will mm-hmm. when you're enslaved by right. well, seeking comfort.
0: Exactly. Uh, you know? and um, um, So, I mean, some of that, that when we talk about feeling like, you know, from a very early age, there are all these expectations put on you, and there's a certain, especially when you're young, I mean, that develops, mm-hmm. there's a lot of responsibility if you're treated that way when you're a kid, you start developing this sense of responsibility to other people you know to others quite frankly like probably before you should feel that responsible to other people mm-hmm. did you have some of that i mean i i'm asking just because i recognize some of that um yeah. and as you get older and you the challenge of fulfilling those responsibilities can be daunting mm-hmm. um and i did a lot of self-sabotage
2: yeah well absolutely yeah my and you guys know it well and self-sabotage is my right. absolutely um the times in which i have fallen the hardest is when the most was at stake right. you know I, right after i got married mm-hmm. um and you know life on paper was outstanding you know mm. as a newlywed we bought this huge loft in in chicago and i had this great job and eight months later i was in rehab and mm. and, it, and threw everything away you know, i was going out every night and um and then just just twice in the last three years you know i've had great opportunities land in my lap and i've blown it up um, and it's inexplicable, you know, but mm-hmm. I think it's, I think that really there's such a degree of self hatred that's tied in with our mm-hmm. disease mm-hmm. and, um, and feeling that if you, if you have that imposter complex, you, there's the feeling of inevitability too. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what, they're going to find me out someday. Or um, I don't know. I, it's, it's, I take a lot of solace and just in. Keeping it's such a bad bumper sticker, but just in keeping things simple and not Mm -hmm.
1: not putting any expectations on myself or or expectations Mm -hmm. on people around me. You know, you know, it's funny. I think we we find out that not only were we full of shit, everyone's full of shit. That's really the reality. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows what the hell's going on. Totally. I think there was this point where you thought everyone else had their shit together, but you, right? Which is why you had to drink. But then you get sober and you realize. Actually, no one knows anything. Nobody nope, knows <laughs> anything. And, you know, it's, it's and some all right. of my favorite quotes. Are, it's all right. You, you'd st- stop worrying so much
2: about what people thought of you if you realized how seldomly they did. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> not, not everybody's. It's funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a lot of effort and a lot of work. And you're right. Yeah. So many people, we're making it up as we go along. Yeah. And I think that's healthy. But, but you have sense.
1: this paranoid and delusion that every, that, people are have to get you and mm-hmm. there's this just big weight of the world of what they think of you mm-hmm. and it somehow is less than and it keeps mm-hmm. you trying to drink and measure up and mm-hmm. I'm a fraud and I'm you know and it just mm-hmm. it's so not like
0: that it just doesn't exist all that yeah. so yeah. it's good And, and that's yeah, and freedom that, baby it is freedom absolutely right otherwise I mean I know for me I was definitely like you know I lived I guess in yeah you live in fear of being found out sometimes yeah. depending on what you're projecting I mean I know You know, it was was, uh, what's what's the word an inferiority complex that I used to mask by being basically a dick, and 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 say outwardly I tell people I have a raging superiority complex, (laughs) and which is just absurd (laughs) and stupid and the exact opposite of the truth. And it's just you know you have to um, you know sort of a fight or flight reaction to um, you know being scared essentially you Mm -hmm. know of whatever is going on in your life. Yeah, and then the flight is the, I'm just going to get out of here and (laughs) not be around, right? Mm -hmm. So.
2: I've often, you know, I kind of refer to it, when you lose your sense of self, I refer to it as reading your own press too much, Mm -hmm. wherein what people tell you you are is what you really become. And then you Mm -hmm. put a lot of pressure on yourself to become, Mm -hmm. to fulfill that expectation, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to hear, oh, Matt's a funny guy. Matt's a funny guy. And it used to drive my ex-wife insane Mm -hmm. because she'd say, you know, you, when I, well, she'd when I go to parties with you, nobody can get a word in hmm. because you just you're, you become party mat and party mat <laughs> party mat is on right. all the time right. and it's you know and it was like yeah you I, had to live I, up to this you site. had to live up to the billing and no. you're you're reading your own press yeah no. and that's what you use to define you because you don't really know. <laughs> who you are you which know?
0: sounds like an awesome product too to take with you two parties to stand on to catch all your, all your drippings or whatever all your, <laughs> your, all your pan drippings uh, yeah. <laughs> your drink
1: spillage <laughs> or whatever Give me, throw me that party <laughs> mat, <away. We're laughs> gonna put party that mat. it bastes itself
0: yeah um yeah <laughs> that guy
2: was a douchebag though i'll tell you <laughs> party mat yeah yeah he was insufferable yeah. And you know, and and like now, it's it it sucks when you get sober, and then like to hear my parents say, mm. "Oh, it's so nice to have you back," mm. you know, because mm-hmm. there was just a time when, oh, it was tough. You couldn't get a word in edgewise, and you were just. And I was, like, was I really like that? And yeah. I guess like maybe I was. I don't know.
1: Uh, just this massive insecurity. You had to cover up for it by overcompensating. You had to cover mm-hmm. up whatever yeah. people f- you think they want. You yeah. got to
2: give it to them in spades. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So like if it's interesting. Know, and a lot of I, I think a lot of that comes with, you know, not to say, but I don't know, just the industry that all three of us have been in, mm-hmm. and um, in the in the creative profession, and you, you get told you're good a lot. Yeah, you get strokes constantly. I mean, how many mm-hmm. times has someone said to you? that was genius. Or, or brilliant. Genius, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, people don't get that in a lot of, it, right. but you know, yeah. you get to the point where you're you like, say that every day. Oh, shit. Crazy. Yeah, for, you know, coming up with like, some, not that. Yeah. It's, and so then she, the guy takes a bite of the sausage and says, and the people are like, that's genius. <laughs> I mean, I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm, today I haven't been called genius today. But you know, everything's so arch and over the top
0: yeah. and it's, it's laughable. Well, it's and then like there's a laughable. point too when you start lying to yourself even though you know it isn't, and you're undeserving. Oh yeah, you just block that out. You're like, I guess I am a genius. Yeah, I right? guess, right. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely dangerous in that regard. And Wait, are you guys saying I'm not a genius? Wow. Well, what was your line after the guy bit the sausage? <laughs> All no. right, everybody, sausage lines, sausage now. lines, go. <laughs> um,
2: but 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 you know, I mean, it's just um, I. I the the cre- creative process and it confounds a lot of people and I think that we g- you get a lot more credit for doing something mm-hmm. that comes pretty instinctually mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't, it's it's bad it's an ego trap it the is. whole industry
1: is a, can be
2: a mm-hmm. bad ego trap because you know
1: yeah I, yeah they pump you up I'm sure it's like that in a lot of creative industries don't you think oh yeah like yeah. Hollywood and uh, ours just happens to be the emptiest yeah. and whoriest of them all I know. truly so let me let me ask you this please Uh, you've done your fourth step in this round Mm. have you been doing that well here's the deal and the only reason I'm asking is I just wonder if there's anything you've discovered oh yeah well like some new stuff okay
2: so I had a sponsor in Chicago I was in Chicago for seven months we worked we worked uh, the first nine steps okay came back to St. Louis got a new sponsor yeah you know yep great guy 18 yep. years sober yep and he's like oh you did nine that's adorable you're back on one if <laughs> you're right. gonna do the steps right with me yeah i need to get to know you through this process which i stuff. think's but i did pretty, i did what i felt was a really thorough fourth step in chicago in chicago yeah. and i did my fifth step with a guy who um only had like two months more sobriety than i did wow it became a really really good friend of mine but did you save the actual document or did you Get rid of it, or did you have? I it got the document? rid of the document. Just curious, um, and and I concentrated on. It, I concentrated really on the decade or eight years preceding this time. Yeah, just rather this than last, go through right. all because you know. I mean, I've been through the program before, yeah, and yeah. I and I had worked. Yep. Never made it past the ninth step.
0: Wow, that's interesting. And to clarify, fourth is inventory. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: okay, and I was just curious. Yeah, moral just inventory, kind because it's sort of a. It's an inventory to me is what people do for resolutions. You look at the past year, you kind of think about. What you're, right. So it's sort of right. an interesting time, and I was just curious where you were right now, and if you would found anything new or things that surprised you. If you're kind of in that, in the middle of all that, honesty you know? is the great illuminator. You mm. know,
2: I mean, yeah. especially when you know, I don't know, anytime I put pen to paper it's the danger zone for me right there's a pretty good chance some bullshit's gonna come out so um (laughs) because that's what i do you know so um i kind of had to take a different tack and not make it a writing exercise but um but approach it differently i almost approached it like homework and i i set aside time every day to write you know and uh there were no I don't know. I don't know, I think I overshare sometimes. There was there were no sure. there were no real surprises. Okay. Because um I tend to I don't know, my shortcomings are usually pretty public and, Yeah, as you know. Sure. And uh we are, um, yeah. I I tend to fall down when a lot of people are watching. So
0: um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't right. And when you say overshare you mean overshare at a meeting. Just in general oh. it's, it's, you know, I, I'm uh I don't know. You know I, you're on um, mic right now,
2: right? Pardon me. So you know you're on mic right now, right? Do I ever? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, th- I think that once it's just once you flip that switch, and at least as far as I'm concerned, and you're being honest,
0: right. yeah.
2: I have a tendency to want to get it all out sure. there because it feels good, right. and you know anything that feels good, right. I'm going to do a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know. I, it it uh it does. It feels good to purge a little bit and mm-hmm. get some of that crap mm-hmm. out and um and I really thought I was a pretty bad person, you know. Mm-hmm. For a little while I thought I was like, gosh, man, I'm I'm a Morally corrupt. I am a I am I might be a sociopath because yeah. of some of the things I do are so morally bankrupt and mm-hmm. um horrible. And it turns out you were just an alcoholic Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda nice to know Yeah. So I am. Deep. I'm an I'm a
1: nice guy. I heard this this advice once on the four-step that this guy said, you should o- only put the the fast way to do it is take a match book mm-hmm. and write down the three things that you were going to take to the grave. Mm. Yeah. Because that's really the thing you're trying to get to. And and that's what the the guy... things you're willing to get rid of, mm-hmm. great, get rid of them. But mm-hmm. it's the ones that you weren't, aren't willing to tell anyone.
2: Those are the ones you really need to get rid of. And that's what that's what the guy I did my fifth step, the first thing he said is all right, first share the thing you were going to take to the grave. Oh, yeah, that's because, cool. You know, I mean you're tell you, it's that's very it. easy to fall into storytelling mode and yeah, to right. you know, and to try to paint a picture of your past or yep. to try to, you know, create this narrative instead of just getting out all the crappy stuff. And then and then ultimately I think the part of the pleasure of the fifth step, part of the pleasure of sharing it with and I know people that have done it with clergy. I know people that have done it with strangers, um, with family members. I did it with another alcoholic, and it was great, because there's nothing on my list that he couldn't relate to. Yeah. He didn't go, oh, my God, you did that? No, yeah. mm. it was like, oh, oh, that one. Yeah, done that one. Yeah. <laughs> and that was really a nice little communion. Like, hey, we really are. It's link hands.
1: Well, it's funny because I think that that process of getting honest, it's just this time of year. It feels like, and I don't know if this is the problem with resolutions because, I mean, how many resolutions are there? Five. You know, lose weight, get in shape, Mm -hmm. eat better. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then there's this process that we go through. As Al you really have to clean up your side of the street, like yeah. deeply clean up your side of the street, mm-hmm. right? Or you're mm-hmm. just not going to make it. It's not like you I know, need to I... lose some weight. It's like <laughs> I need to
0: fundamentally transform who I am, right? Right. right. And that's what and, you're going to do. And do you find, I mean, just in normal living, just normal people accrue yeah. you. You accrue more stuff as even a, a normie or mm-hmm. somebody in recovery, you know. And I, I I've been sort of uh, working on, I guess, my version of of an inventory an inventory yeah Mm -hmm. end of your inventory figuring Mm -hmm. myself out again right Um, you know just all as part of this too yeah is it it's a constant thing though right it's not you do step four and you do your inventory and then do you revisit it Uh, there's the 10th step which is sort of this daily inventory that's the daily inventory yeah okay But but I think it's a
1: great it's a great habit it's a great thing to do and I think it becomes just part of who you are is when you fuck up, I think now when I fuck up, it's like I know it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Right. yeah that's the 10th step. You know, we like, you know, oh, yeah. admit when we're wrong. Yep. And it's, it's just like, just... oh, and I feel it. I'm like, oh, that was me. That's on me. I was like, right. yeah, and I need to make amends okay. right now. I need to go say I'm sorry or whatever. Okay. Or get really justified, try to justify why I'm not going to say I'm sorry. Talk to someone, talk to my sponsor, <laughs> tell them why those motherfuckers wronged me and have someone else tell me like, um, you know, that's really on you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> sponsors love that. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, wait, say that part again. You know, like, You're right. You should be really angry and resentful. Yeah. But yeah, 10, 10, 11, and 12, Yeah, housekeeping steps. And I think the objective is that you won't have to do another fourth step right. if yeah. you g- have this sort of spiritual maintenance. Yeah. and yeah. Yeah. With the 10th. All right.
0: And so when you were talking about th- there are times when it may you may be able to justify that that's somebody else's issue, yeah, and not not truly yours to make the amend, yeah. And so, in which case, you may still have the resentment, yes. you have to figure out how to get rid of that, yes. Though. So, that on a regular basis, you're also yep. doing, yes. By we,
1: we are alcoholics cannot, unlike normal people, whatever right. normal people are who can have resentments, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> alcoholics cannot have resentments, right? Mm. And I learned that very early, right. like, you just cannot hold on to these things, unlike anyone else. Um, and we're great at justifying, we're great at keeping them, we're great at... I still have them all the time, and I still like to play with them and hold on to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever wronged me or whatever, and most of them are in my head. But I know for me that my, that I can't, my complete, my serenity is going to be blown if I can't put these in perspective right. get rid of them, you know? Um, and that's what I, th- you know, you still go to meetings and you hear like, oh yeah, I'm holding on to this resentment and I need to turn it over and be done with it, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's a much more painless process than it used to be. But it's always there. I mean, yeah, we're just humans, and right. we just have these things. right? Well, I still have those shower conversations yeah. where you, 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 well, like, you, you're stupid, you, <laughs> fuck. Right. you know,
0: like <laughs> yeah. the, the imagined uh, comeuppance of some someone
2: or something that I
0: resent. Right. Yeah. That's funny because that's yeah. that's exactly what I do. I was telling, I I told my wife like I don't know a few months ago. Like I'm like I don't know if you know this about me, but I'll have these long detailed. Mm-hmm imaginary conversations about something that might happen
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: where I get in an argument and I'll, argue, I'll be I'll, I'll yeah. be right so you, all, the, all time. the time okay so that's just okay all the time <laughs> all right, so Ab- without question and that's, my wife, my I don't wife
1: know doesn't that's do that if that's, if that's just humanity <laughs> oh, yeah. if that's the suffering that Buddha well, talks about it was or, news
0: to my wife yeah that that goes on in people's heads <laughs> <That's>, no <laughs> and I I'm not getting pissed off at yeah. something somebody hasn't said yeah hasn't happened. And I'm having a whole argument I'm that doesn't exist, yeah. which is yeah. absurd. Yeah. Okay. I do that
1: all the time. A personal hygiene. I get sh- super angry, and I know, I know. For me, it's like I'm reacting really pissed off, right. and then I catch myself like I'm getting super pissed about mm. something that has not happened, right? It's or may, crazy. may
0: never, likely it may never happen. never happen. Yeah, right. probably won't. And if it does, it might be because I prompted it because I'm getting so pissed about it, right? Right. right. Getting um, clean is like a byproduct
2: of the showering process for me. <laughs> like I'm really in there to exercise my demons and have conversations with you know the imaginary dude who called my daughter a bitch or something. <laughs> Thing, you know? Right. That's so funny. That's, that's just, and and you're right. The resentments. My gosh. Mm. I still, I, I have a, you know, I've got some big ones. And my sponsor, God love him. His his response is always, well, you got to pray for that
1: person. <laughs> you know, and uh, and I'm working on that. Yeah, that's that's something you work on. That's a tough one. Oh, dude. That's that's the work, man. When you got to pray for someone that you hate. Mm. Right?
2: Mm. That's mm.
1: the work. That's yeah. the work
2: I, I just I, I guess I I have a lot less Hate Yeah <laughs> You I
1: don't know I think I It gets in
0: perspective but I definitely have a lot of resentment And you, you, Much right less now, now Much No system. no okay. no I don't good. have a lot now Oh good <clears throat> I was gonna say it No I have a like much much less Lots of it Read of it Certainly You know since I've begun this whole Sort of late phase Or, yeah. or Whatever phase You know recovery process Through this whole Project yep. Clean and sober Since right now and all this Mhm. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of those Have, have gone away It's been, uh, you know, again In my own strange way the, As my way I'm doing my, my recovery It's been incredibly therapeutic um, And uh, yeah, so I'm getting rid of resentment But, you know, there, there are things That I still have to work on I'm also finding that mm-hmm. As I as I move through this process Yeah, I've, I've still got work to do You know, and Alright, so wait, let me I, I've got another question That, that yep. I've been hanging on to And you, I want to ask you guys this My My... Brother's wedding. I, I was the best man at my brother's wedding decades ago. Okay. I think I'm terrible with time, and you know, my social anxiety, had me just mortified to speak in front of people. Big, mm-hmm. pretty big group of people at the yeah. reception. I was supposed to do a best man speech. Mm-hmm. In terms of self sabotaging, prepared not at all. Right, mm-hmm. and you know, when the time came, I was I was drunk, getting drunker. Yeah, and I was basically almost begging not him but like I think my dad and my dad's one of my dad's friends like do I really have to do this yeah. trying to get a way out like yeah. trying to get them to do it kind of thing just yeah. I was so yeah, just out of out of sorts about it mm-hmm. and by the time it came I was up uh, all I could do was I got up on this sort of it was like a landing of a stairwell overlooking everybody yeah. and babbled something like you know I love these two kids you know yeah. so cheers and that was it and then right. walked away right just terrible. Right. You know, I, in retrospect I, I got it. It took me a long time to actually get inside I knew how bad that was. Right. How mm-hmm. terrible it was. Right. Um, but I just it's one of those things I just sort of blocked out. let you know, let it go and I think years later apologized mm-hmm. to my brother and his wife. Yeah.
1: Oh. And did they like say what are you talking about? Or did your brother go like, "Yeah, dude, that no, 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 was" No, they it, they though.
0: no, they I mean, I I pretty I know my brother got it. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily his his father-in-law stepped in and gave a great speech for okay. the moment. What I'm asking is, is that a case where I should make amends to her parents? Ah,
2: interesting. Well, see, they say amends, and this was a topic of a meeting I went to recently. Mm. You know, amends are for us, mm-hmm. ultimately. Yeah, you know, I You're mean, making ultimately, them for you. you are. Cleaning up your proverbial side of the street mm-hmm. so that you don't need to hang on to that anymore. Yeah, um, clearly so i
0: hang- It's clearly it's bothering you. It's, should it's, like, I well, think. here's why it's bothering it, me. It, her mother just passed away, and I hate that that I didn't think of it until she passed away. Right, mm-hmm. right. And it's too late. Right. Yeah. So I should probably go. I should now make is, the amends to her father. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. My
1: guess is her father won't even remember it. I mean, mm-hmm. well, he may, but. Having said all that, if it's, bothering, if it's bothering you... I should make the right. amends. Right, right, right. And I don't know if you, you can. I mean, they say you can make them in a lot of... To me, that's one of those amends where it probably not, is not bothering him. And it's not a good time for it to, with him. Right. Because his wife just passed away. But you can write a letter, write a letter and mail it. And you mail the letter, right. Or okay. not mail it. Just the fact that you can want to make the amends. Interesting. Or just make it on paper. Because it's I do. I realized,
0: amends. like, my... You know, I wasn't... I didn't know her well. Yeah. But I, I knew her. She was my brother's mother-in-law. Yeah. And uh, we went to her, and you, her wake and yeah. i realized when i went yeah. i felt terrible about that yeah. mm-hmm. that was my reaction was wow. feeling terrible about that mm-hmm. yeah you saw this thing hanging yeah. and, and, between and i had the two. and I, I realized what i had yeah you know missed the opportunity
1: it wasn't interesting
0: um it is but, interesting that but, it came up like that yeah this, yeah this thing but what a should, case
1: for amends to make them it is uh,
0: <coughs> but it's know. been eating me up yeah because this thing has yeah. been eating you up for however long it's been eating you for mm-hmm. well but then specifically it's yeah. Been eating me up for since then. About a month now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, it's okay. good,
2: and you know, just to have that catharsis. It's not, in my experience, it's not what you get back. You know what I mean? Because right. uh,
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't want to cause anybody. I don't want to be the source of anyone else's no pain, no. Mm-hmm. or even discomfort. Really, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think if you
1: approached it as. As this has been bothering me mm-hmm. as part of my program, we mm-hmm. make amends to people. And when you clean mm-hmm. up our side of the street, and as, as silly as this may sound to you, this is something that bothers me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make amends for it. I, don't yeah, I just it. want to let you right? know that I that it was wrong of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always bothered me. Yeah, I think that's a good amends. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And even if, like, if you were, if you had just gotten sober, this, this, whatever, when we were working right. the steps together, and this, this came up in your fourth step, or this came up. As this thing that you mm. were holding out to and the mm-hmm. fourth, fifth step, and then you did your eighth and ninth, and this was this was on the list, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would we'd say, "Can you clean that up? Can you go mm-hmm. make amends for that?" And there's always that's just in talking tonight.
2: I remember yeah. things. There's always other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Well, and
0: it's it's well. What's interesting is that one sort of has prompted, you know, not not dire things, but I realize there are things that I probably. Yeah, that make me uncomfortable. I guess to still be hanging on to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like smaller things that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it is the, the write the letter and get it off my chest and, and mm-hmm. mail it or not mail it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, because but that that one sort of, I guess hurt because I I, hurt, I did something damaging that I didn't make right. Before, you know, it was too late. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Okay. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks nice. for working through that oh. with me, guys. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, they but were, those are always out no. there and there's
1: always things and but I think it's funny because you don't remember some of those things and then they come back to you and you're like right. oh my god I did that mm-hmm. and they're still there and they mm-hmm. still bother you and it's so funny mm-hmm. and that uh, you know and that you you reminded me
2: of my younger brother's wedding where I, I officiated I married my brother no kidding, sister-in-law yeah and I was a freaking train wreck oh. and yeah
1: you were the person that married them yeah yeah yeah. And you were a train wreck. I was. This was about three years ago. And
2: do you need to make amends uh, for them? it? You know what? Their wedding had. Um, I definitely didn't help things. You know? <laughs> I mean, I was. Uh, Are they still yeah. married?
1: Oh yeah, they just okay. had twins. They're happily yeah. married. Okay. But I was,
2: you know, I was on on this stage, this giant wedding, in a ridiculous seersucker suit, time travel high, <laughs> mm. and trying to, and I gave a it terrible together. toast, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, it was really wow. And, you know, I mean, I was literally in a hotel the night before the ceremony, mm-hmm. like Googling things I could write down for mm-hmm. the actual official. Yeah, and this is the way, probably it, yeah. one of the bigger moments of their lives. But, you know, I don't know. The, all in due time. All, all in due time. To, yeah. And right now, yeah. sometimes the best thing you can do, at least in my case, I think is just to continue to be sober. And, yeah. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. It's a, long, um, it's a long journey. The living amends, as they say. Yeah, man. Totally. So, you know, but it's interesting at this time of year and the introspection that comes with, mm-hmm. you know, resolving to change and mm-hmm. looking at the past year and yeah. it's so funny. It's it's just so funny to me to try to equate sobriety with a resolution. I don't know. I was telling Jeff earlier, I was at a table with nine other people at lunch today, all normies. Mm-hmm. And we were all talking about our New Year's resolutions and going around the table, you know, and a couple of people said, Well, I wanna like maybe ease up, like drink a little less wine or like, you know, a lot of people get in shape, a lot right. of people and it came to me and yeah. I, I said, um <laughs> I said I wanna write more thank you notes. <laughs> I really <laughs> fucking said that because honestly, like what yeah. you know what am I gonna say? Like I wanna, well, I wanna continue to that. not you know drink and do drugs am i right am i right people pass the ketchup no i was like no oh, i i just uh i don't know it's such a i think that it's just a healthy thing it's one of yeah. the things that comes with sobriety is this constant self-appraisal this constant yeah. vigilance of am i doing the right thing right. am i being a good person right. and it makes the occasion most of the general populace does it. it yeah. seem kind of strange. Well no, hmm. you know, you
1: just say that. I think we started this show. This may be a good place to end the show, but yeah. we started the show saying if you if you're having uh, trying to quit drinking this week or having resolutions that maybe you should quit maybe you should examine it. Now I don't know if that's true. I think everyone goes in the holiday season drinking too much. All the normal people <laughs> they do. And right. they're just having normal resolutions of man maybe I should quit drinking so much right. which is probably not a sign that you're an alcoholic. You're no, probably just a
0: person who went through the holidays right. and drank and ate too much like everyone else and I think it's sort of like college right now right yeah. you can't tell who's <laughs> right the and not because isn't it like dry you or something don't, don't yeah. like a ton of people like yeah. oh yeah. Like a a whole mo- yeah so yes. it's like getting into yoga like right now you have nice. the, the mix of hey
1: my wife was like talking about how we need to do some 30 day yoga thing I'm like you're not gonna do that but you can talk about it but right. yeah that would be that's a,
2: a great idea let's do some thank you notes <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, we'll keep with those resolutions.
0: Yes, um, yes, and we resolve to continue doing the since right now podcast. We're all putting our hands in. in one, two, three. Break. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, next episode, Marilyn will be joining us for. She she, she keeps threatening to join. Well, us. and she, yeah, well, she does, and, and she will okay. um, for uh, what what I think will be an irregular regular yeah I like that a portion cool. of the show yeah. where she holds our feet to the fire on a topic that uh, we might wow. not get to otherwise that's exciting um, something like that and I'm just like the guest that won't leave yeah well uh, no <laughs> that's on the couch yeah, and he's yeah. still here <laughs> you're in dude you're, yeah, you're. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah it's happy new year um, happy new year
1: to all at one mm-hmm. and all and we're raffling a t-shirt next week <laughs>
0: Eleventh caller. (laughs) All right, some more good stuff coming in the one five. All right, see ya.